back to December dailies. Today we're up to number six. It's a chat about Centrelink benefits and particularly beyond the age pension. So we ended up going for about 25 minutes. There was a few people joined in the live stream today and had a few questions. So we're looking at the age pension uh, for those that go beyond qualifying for the age pension. There's the low income healthcare card and then beyond that the Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card. So how all three interact with each other and the benefits to those that are available. Uh, often claiming Centrelink benefits is top uh, on the list of those that are nearing or going through retirement. Uh, so hopefully today's um, episode is of some value to you. Enjoy. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome back. Uh, my name's James Wrigley. Welcome back to another December daily. I haven't got my banner up here. Just let me fix that up for a minute. Save that. Post that. December daily is number six. Uh, I tried a tile on both LinkedIn and Facebook uh, scheduling today's uh, live session. So just jumping on my phone, making sure it's coming through okay. Uh, if anyone's out there, uh, that's jumped on already and watching, uh, please let me know, give us a thumbs up, a like, say hello, let me know that you're there. Uh, it looks like it's coming through okay on my phone here. Uh, so as per uh, the, the title or the description that I had uh, for today's session, I wanted to spend you know, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes or so uh, going through Centrelink benefits. So I've had uh, the same uh, kind of conversation. Uh, hi, Mina. Thank you for jumping on and joining me. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm well. Um, I'm, I'm really good. Just got off a, off a session um, uh, talking about education bonds with, uh, with someone that look, looking quite interesting. A little bit more uh, work I need to do to get my head around those, but uh, you know, maybe do a session on that shortly. Um, yeah. So today I wanted to jump on. And, uh, and talk about uh, Centrelink benefits. So as I said, a, a, a conversation that I've had, uh, a, a couple of conversations, similar conversations I've had with clients uh, in the last few weeks. Uh, this may be of value to you, uh, if not your parents. I you know, kind of know uh, a few of the people that have been tuning into these live streams and you know, Mina, what I'm about to go through is probably not gonna be terribly relevant for you, uh, maybe, might maybe a little bit more relevant for people that might be of your of your parents age um graham thank you for for joining in as well uh, and jumping on from the philippines hope life is treating you well over there um, so when, when we talk about centrelink benefits uh, it's not just the age pension so i want to talk through uh, the three uh the three main main benefits that are available to those that are kind of at or around that retirement age uh, age pension age. So a lot of people, uh, some people, um, you know, try to structure their affairs such that they receive some age pension. So they feel somewhat entitled to uh, receiving a pension. And you know, that's, that's fine. That's a personal personal view. Uh, we all pay out a whole lot of tax across our working lives. And then so some people want to actually claim a pension. Uh, on the other side, uh, there are some people that, uh, you know, uh, do enough saving and investing, those kind of things that they go well past the caps around the pension. Uh, so there are other benefits that are available. And um, I just wanted to explore uh, the three main ones that uh, that uh, clients that I work with uh, that are in that kind of retirement stage uh, tend to qualify for. 
Um, the one conversation that prompted me wanting to talk about this as a particular couple that I work with, they've, they've long been retired. They, you know, they're, they're uh, uh, well into their into their seventies now. Um, have been on the age pension for quite some time, but typically they go overseas on an annual holiday uh, and they take a, a lump sum withdrawal from their from their superannuation benefits to pay for this overseas holiday. Uh, without the annual overseas holiday, they don't spend enough. Uh, their their assets would continue to rise with the earnings on, on their benefits and uh, they'd actually um, lose the age pension. And so I had a conversation with them to say, look, you, know, you haven't been able to do the overseas holiday this year. You're probably unlikely to do it next year and you might not feel like doing it going forward. You've explored a lot of the world. Um, it's not to worry if you lose the age pension, don't be too caught up on, on, uh, on that. So if I share my screen here, um, I'm just gonna jump on a, on a share screen, so a particular window, that's the one here. So there's three benefits that I want to, that I want to talk through. Um, the first one here, it looks like I might need to zoom this in a little bit, um, is looking at the age, age pension benefits. So um, the age pension, uh, I guess, is the first type of Centrelink benefit that you'd want to try and look at and see if you may qualify in full or in part for that. Um, there's a couple of tests associated with the pension. So on the one hand, uh, Centrelink looks at looks at an individual or a couple's assets, depending on their on their situation. They look at their assets, and then they look at the income that they earn. Uh, what I've got up here on the screen uh, are the current asset uh, rules as they stand at the moment. I'm just on on the, on the Centrelink website, uh, uh, getting these these direct from from there. Um, so for a couple that own their own home. So a couple combined homeowner, uh, if they have under $876,500, they'll qualify for an age pension. Now that age pension age was age 65, it's slowly moving to age 67. So depending on someone's date of birth, they might have a slightly different age pension age, but it's gonna be somewhere between uh, 65 and 67. Um, uh, so combined assets of under $876,500, that excludes your home if you're a homeowner. So you could live in a $5 million house, not have much other assets, and Centrelink would pay you an age pension. Uh, if you are a non-homeowner and you're renting, Centrelink allows you to have a little bit more money. Uh, but importantly, these are the these are the thresholds at which after after these you get no age pension. So if you had $875,000, you don't get the full age pension, you only get a part pension that slowly phases out uh, to zero. Uh, for a single person, you can see the limits there. Um, a couple separated by illness. So if someone's in hospital, if someone goes into aged care is the, is the typical one, uh, they allow you to have a bit more assets and uh, and uh, you can, um, you can uh, qualify. Um, Kirsten, I can see you, oh, you've come up as LinkedIn user, but I can see you on the phone, so I, so I know it, it, it's you. Uh, yes, it does include super. Uh, so here's a, here's a bit of a trick, uh, and you can be paying attention. Um, when both members of the couple are over that age pension age, so call it age 65, but it is changing. If both members of the couple are over age 65, their superannuation assets count. Uh, if you have one person over that age 65 and one under, so say there's a five-year difference between you know, the couple's ages, mum or dad might be 65, uh, the other one is a little bit younger, you can shelter assets, superannuation assets, in the younger person's name, and it doesn't count for Centrelink purposes. So a strategy that 
that I've put in play many of times I, I, over the years. I had one uh, one particular couple. We'd rejig their assets such that it was the husband was older. Uh, he was receiving the full age pension for a number of years whilst his wife was under age pension age. Uh, between the two of them, they had you know uh, more assets than would actually qualify them for the pension. But because we'd uh, sheltered some in the younger spouse's name uh, for a number of years, they collected the full age pension. Well, his, his half of the full age pension, you only get half of it per person, um, collected that for a few years. They probably earned they probably earned eighty, eighty, ninety thousand dollars in that in age pension over that time, um, before the younger spouse was was uh, was of age pension age, and then the whole assets were were captured. So, uh, so Kirsten, yes, it, it, it does include um, superannuation assets. The only thing it doesn't include is uh, is is the family home. Um, someone else joining on from uh, from Twitch. Thank you for joining me. Uh, so yeah, so. I guess if we go through go through the three different benefits of the, uh, I guess you know the best one if you can possibly qualify for it is the age pension. You'll get paid some uh, fortnightly payment. Uh, these are the asset thresholds. There's income thresholds as well. I won't go into those. It's a convoluted calculation to work out the income threshold. Um, but there's an asset there's an asset threshold there. Um, you get paid a fortnightly payment from Centrelink, uh, depending on. Uh, how close you are to that cap will dictate how much age pension you get. Um, but importantly, you also get the pension card. Now, the pension card gives you uh, access to the pharmaceutical benefits scheme, so the discount prescription medication, discount car registration, discount rates and electricity, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, energy bills, uh, water, those, those kind of things, um, train travel. So you, you get a, a whole range of benefits. What we typically see is that that pension card alone is probably worth about a couple of thousand dollars per per household uh, in the, in the annual benefits that are that are available. Um, Graham, you're a, you're in the Philippines. Uh, obviously, you can uh, if you've been in Australia for long enough, you claim the age pension, and you reside in Australia for long enough after receiving that age pension, you can go overseas to the Philippines, to Thailand, wherever else someone might want to go and retire. And continue to have your Australian age pension paid uh, when you're residing overseas. So there, the, the first one is the um, is the age pension. If someone's assets, if they've you know if they've worked and their assets have gone through, um, uh, do you need to reside in, in Australia? Yeah. So so Graham, at the time that you're claiming the age pension, you need to be residing in Australia, uh, and then there's a period of time that you need to continue to reside in Australia um, thereafter. Um, that uh, that you can that you before you can take your I think the terminology they use is before your age pension becomes transportable or something to that effect. So you have to have lived and worked in Australia for a period of time, claim your age pension, stay in Australia for a little while longer, and then you can go overseas and they'll continue to pay your age pension to you when you're when you're living overseas. Um, as you go through that. $876,000 asset threshold, uh, you will then no longer qualify for the age pension. So if your superannuation, for example, has gone through that. And so for most you know, 30, 40 year olds that are working, uh, just because of the superannuation system, if anyone caught my live stream from last week, um, you know, most people will probably likely go through that threshold or a couple will likely go through that threshold just through their default uh, superannuation savings without really doing too much more. So that then brings me to 
uh, the next benefit that's available. And this is uh, called the low income healthcare card. So I've just updated the um, updated the share screen here. Uh, the low income healthcare card is available to anyone of any age, uh, provided their income is low enough. Now, for most people that are working, uh, their income is going to be far too high to qualify for uh, the low income healthcare card. But when people retire, uh, there's now no longer any income coming from employment. Uh, most people uh, you know, support their retirement through uh, maybe through their superannuation, maybe some rent on an investment property, some some assets that they've got that they use to support uh, their retirement income. Uh, now there's a there's some limits here. Uh, they they do and an, they test your income over an eight week period. Uh, so for a couple uh, combined income, they can have income of under seven thousand eight hundred and eighty dollars over the eight week period and qualify for the low income healthcare card. Why is this low-income healthcare card important? Because it gives you practically the same benefits as the pension concession card does. So discount uh, prescriptions, the pharmaceutical benefits scheme, the car registration, the energy bills, uh, the you know council rates, all of those kind of things. So you, there's a, a couple of thousand dollars a year worth of savings uh, by having or, or qualifying for that Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare card. For a couple, I've got the number here, um, the annual income for uh, the for the Commonwealth, sorry, for this low-income healthcare card, for a couple is under fifty thousand six hundred dollars a year. So it's a pretty high high income. What they do do, um, how the income test works, uh, they they do what's called deeming. So they deem uh, if if someone's retired and got you know got money in the bank, shares, superannuation, those kind of things. For the healthcare for this low-income healthcare card, they're not concerned with what is the dollar value of those assets. Uh, financial investments are deemed so the the first portion of your assets are deemed to earn uh, a, a very low interest rate. Um, for for a couple, uh, that's the first eighty-eight thousand dollars is deemed to earn 0.25 of a percent. Anything more than that is deemed to earn 2.25 of a percent. So, essentially, couldn't care less what you actually earn they just deem you to earn a particular amount of money off your financial investments uh, provided that's under that 50 odd thousand dollar figure that i just mentioned uh, you'll qualify for the low income healthcare card so you're working through that uh, this couple that i was referring to right at the start that ordinarily go on an annual overseas holiday and it's only because of that lump sum spending they're doing that their assets haven't increased through retirement and and done them out of the age pension um, this couple, if their assets went above eight hundred and seventy-six thousand, which it may very well do, um, they'll then they'll lose their pension card, but they'll be able to apply for the low-income card and get all of those benefits. Uh, when your assets are in that high eight hundred thousand dollar mark, the age pension's pretty negligible at that level anyway. Uh, most people are desperate to hold on to the pension so that they can keep the card, um, but they don't need the pension to get the card. There is the, the low-income card. Uh, then the third one. Uh, now this is this is the one that's available. Um, so this is another another benefit that for those where their assets uh, have gone too you know, too far. They've, they've you know they've done done well enough over their working lives to accumulate assets that um, that they don't qualify for the age pension and they don't qualify for the low income healthcare card. That deeming arrangement that I was referring to before. That means that they have too much money uh, to qualify uh, for the low income card. The third one here, 
uh, is what's called the Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card. Now, this is available uh, to anyone that is of age pension age. So again, it was age 65, it's slowly increasing to age 67, uh, but you need to be of age pension age. Uh, there's an income test for this one, Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card. It's quite a generous income test. So for a couple, uh, they need to earn less than $89,290 a year. Now, income that counts towards that $89,000 figure uh, is, your, is your taxable income. So if you're working part-time, so you could have you know, one member of the couple you know, doing a day or two a week part-time work uh, and still actually qualify for this card. Um, so the, a couple, yeah, as I said, $89,000, they, they look at your taxable income. So if you're doing some part-time work, if you've got uh, investment property, shares, these kind of things in your own name that are deriving a taxable income to you in your own name, you may not be paying tax. You might not be earning enough money to pay tax, but you are earning a taxable income. That counts towards the $89,000 figure. Uh, as well as this deeming uh, arrangement that 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 applies to um, the low income card as well as the age pension, the same deeming arrangement applies. Now, because that asset, th because that income threshold is so high, um, a, a lot of uh, you know financial advisors and I've and I've banged on about it before: superannuation, superannuation, superannuation. Assets that are in superannuation get uh, a concessional treatment uh, around this. So. Where someone has assets in the superannuation environment, they're not assessed on the income that they earn as a, as a taxable income. So dividends, rent, interest, whatever income they might be earning from their investments, they're not, they're not assessed on what, do they, what are those assets actually earning, like you would be if those assets were held in your own name. Uh, if they're held under the umbrella of superannuation, then uh, you get the deeming arrangements that come into play. Now, this, this number is so high, it means that a couple could have just over $3.8 million in superannuation and still qualify for the Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card. Now, the Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card doesn't get you terribly much. It gets you um, access to the pharmaceutical benefits scheme, and that's really the major benefit of it. You don't get uh, the discount car registration um, some councils will allow you to get discount rates and some won't. So you don't get a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of discounts other than um, the prescriptions. So for anyone with big medical bills, it is it is worthwhile. Um, what has happened though in this last 12 months, which is quite interesting, uh, part of the Australian government's um, efforts to uh, re-energize the economy has been to uh, make um, payments to people that are on the age pension, family tax benefit got it, so younger families. Um, uh, but also recipients of the Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card. So I've had clients that have got $3 million or more uh, you know, in, in superannuation. They've qualified for the Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card uh, and they've received the two $750 cash payments that the government has made up until now. So each individual has received $1,500 in cash payments from the government. There's another, another two $250 payments that will be paid shortly. Um, so we, within a 12-month period, uh, each individual that's receiving this Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card would have been paid a couple of thousand dollars from the Australian government. So typically you don't get a monetary benefit with that Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card unless you've had it for some time and you're on an old grandfathered arrangement where they used to make a small payment to you. Um, 
but yeah, un under the arrangements that the Australian government has had to try and stimulate the economy, uh, these people have received a couple of thousand dollars each. Now, when they when when Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card recipients first started receiving these payments, I was a bit puzzled because you could argue that someone that's got three and a half million dollars in their superannuation fund, do they really need a seven hundred and fifty dollars stimulus payment from the government? But when I thought through it and actually saw what was happening in practice, my clients that received that money, they all spent it. And so that's what the government's intending people to do. They receive these payments and then spend it and then they get the multiplier effect through the economy. So in, in achieving that, it, it certainly has. Uh, they, you know, And a few of them would, would openly say, look, James, we don't need the $750 payment. They can appreciate the financial position that they're in. They were given it, they, they've, they've received it, but uh, they've done as the government had hoped most people would do and, and spend it, and then that money then flows through the economy. Uh, so if I just recap here, and for anyone that's watching, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll finish up in a couple of minutes. So if you've got any further comments or questions, by all means, jump in. Um, so there's, there's the three, three benefits that I've just explored. There's the, the, uh, the age pension, uh, where you get the pension card and you get a fortnightly payment from from the government. Um, yes, your superannuation assets are included. So it's everything that you own except your family home. So the superannuation, money you've got in the bank, cars, boats, caravans, all of those types of toys, uh, home contents, jewellery. Um, you know, you know, home contents is a fire sale value, so it's arguable if anyone's got anything more than worth about $10,000. But all of those things count towards that asset test. Uh, if someone's assets go above that, then there's the low-income healthcare card, which is the next best option. Gives you the same benefits that the pension concession card does. Uh, and then the third one, uh, if assets are too high to qualify for the low-income card, there's the Commonwealth Seniors Healthcare Card and a vast majority of the retired population will at the very least qualify for that sure there's a few others that you know i've got i've got uh, more than 3.8 million dollars but there's not a whole lot of them out there and um yeah they get the commonwealth seniors healthcare card uh, so they're the, they're the three benefits um you know may not be of, of use to you know uh, to, to all of you you know kirsten you know i, I know you're you're a, you're a long way off from uh, from the age pension so you know not terribly relevant to you possibly your parents as i said um so thank you all for um for joining me graham uh, do i do you know if all three options require time in oz after applying um yeah so the the two healthcare cards actually graham the two healthcare cards uh, one, if you've been outside of Australia for, they, they each have different lengths of time, but um, but they both expire. So if you're outside of Australia, like if you're you know, planning on living in the Philippines permanently, uh, those two healthcare cards, if you're in Australia and apply for it, you'll get the card, uh, but it will also be cancelled on you um, uh, pretty quickly thereafter. Centrelink is very tied in with... Um, uh, with the name escapes me. You fill in the cards when you leave um, immigration, uh, Department of Immigration. Um, uh, um, they uh, they have um, they they have the records. So so you fill in your departure card when you leave you know, from Tullamarine Airport. It's just down the road from here. Um, Centrelink are on that, and I've had clients that have received letters in the post from Centrelink. Like the, you know the the day that their card is due to be to be cancelled because they've been outside of Australia too long, um, they're getting letters in the post. So those healthcare cards, they're a little used to you if you're outside of Australia anyway. If you need you know, 
prescription medication you're going to be getting it at a chemist near you not not here in australia um, the age pension is really the only one that you can take with you if you go overseas to live um, but there are uh, residency requirements and um you know, don't quote me on this but I, from memory it's a couple of years you need to be in australia collecting the age pension um yeah um yeah kirsten yeah i'm so curious about this for some reason yeah look there, there's a lot there's a lot to it uh, and as I said right at the start, you know, a, a lot of people, um, uh, you know, are, are incredibly keen to apply for the age pension, and that's that's fair. Uh, but just know that there are other benefits out there outside of the age pension, and for those that have assets in that eight hundred odd thousand dollar range, where they're only getting a couple of dollars a fortnight of age pension, the fortnightly age pension is practically meaningless at that level. Uh, it's the um, it's the benefits that come with the card, and so you can get those same card benefits with the low-income healthcare card as well. Um, yeah, Mark, thank you for, for joining it, whether you caught caught all of that, um, gone on for, for 24, uh, approaching 25 minutes. It's um, been a good chat. Thank you all for joining me, Graham. Thank you, uh, you know, for asking your couple of questions. And, and, and Graham, if there's anything that I can uh, help you answer some questions after the fact, you know, you know where to find me. We've been connected on LinkedIn for some time, so just send me a message and I'm happy to help out. Um, but yeah, that will uh, that will about do me uh, for today. Mina, hopefully you're well. I just realised I said yeah, I'm I'm all good, but hopefully you are also. I know you were sick the other week. Hopefully on the mend. Um, yeah. So if anyone has any any queries or, or, or questions or wants to wants to catch this again, obviously the the, the live stream sitting here on LinkedIn, where I think a lot of you are watching. I will pull the audio and put it on uh, on my my podcast channel later today as well. So if you just search James Wrigley on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any anything like that, uh, you'll find me on there and um, and can and can listen back to anything you want to listen to again. So um, yeah, thanks, Graham, Mina. Great to hear you're well. Uh, thank you all. I'll wrap up the the uh, the live stream now and uh, yeah, tune in tomorrow. I'll come up with a different topic and we'll talk about that. See you there. Bye.